السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. Welcome to episode 5 of Ramadan series season 2. Today we'll be continuing on to our next surah in our journey for the last 29 surahs of Juz'amma. Today we'll be taking surah Al-Fajr, the dawn. It is the 89th surah of the Quran and it's also a Mecca surah, meaning it was revealed in Mecca. Uh, it is also one of the earliest it is also one of the earliest surahs revealed to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam as we can see with the mention of Ad and Thamud the nations and what became of them as a result of disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The there is a message to the Meccan pagans that had recently began persecuting the first Muslims as uh, they began persecuting the first Muslims was that they too are not beyond Allah's power to punish. This surah also asked the reader or the reciter to consider the wonders of Allah's creation as a concrete proof of Allah's existence. An indictment of the fickle and thankless nature of people is then followed with a comparison of what will happen to the wicked and the righteous or what will ultimately happen to the wicked and the righteous. We should also remember that when this surah was revealed, at that time there was the idea or the concept of an afterlife existing and even further of rewards and punishments for one's record of deeds was a new concept to the Meccans who believed that there was nothing beyond death. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والفجر وليال عشر والشفع والوتر والليل إذا يسر هل في ذلك قسم الذي حجر ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بعاد إرم ذات العماد التي لم يخلق مثلها في البلاد وثمود الذين جابوا الصخر بالواد وفرعون ذي الأوتاد الذين طغوا في البلاد فأكثروا فيها الفساد فصب عليهم ربك صوت عذاب إن ربك لبالمرصاد فأما الإنسان إذا مبتلاه ربه فأكرمه ونعمه فيقول ربي أكرما وأما إذا مبتلاه فقدر عليه رزقه فيقول ربي أهانا كلا بل لا تكرمون اليتيم ولا تحاضون على طعام المسكين وتأكلون التراث أكلا لما وتحبون المال حبا جما كلا إذا دكت الأرض دكا دكا وجاء ربك والملك صفا صفا وجيء يومئذ بجهنم 
يومئذ يتذكر الإنسان وأنا له الذكرى يقول يا ليتني قدمت لحياتي فيومئذ لا يعذب عذابه أحد ولا يوثق وثاقه أحد يا أيتها النفس المطمئنة ارجعي إلى ربك راضية مرضية فادخلي في عبادي وادخلي جنتي In the name of God, the most compassionate, most merciful. By the dawn and the and the ten nights, and the even and the odd, and the night when it passes, is all this not a sufficient oath for those who have sense? Did not did you not see how your Lord dealt with Ad, the people of Iran, with their great state, with their great stature, unmatched in any other land, and Thamud, who carved their homes into the rocks in the stone valley? And the Pharaoh of mighty structures, they all transgressed throughout the land, spreading much corruption there. So your Lord unleashed on them a scourge of punishment, for your Lord is truly vigilant. Now, whenever a human being is tested by their Lord through his generosity and blessings, they boast, "My Lord has deservedly honored me." But when he tests them by limiting their provision, they protest. My Lord has undeservedly humiliate, humiliated me. Absolutely not. In fact, you are not even gracious to the orphan, nor do you urge one another to feed the poor, and you devour others' inheritance greedily and love wealth fervently. Enough. When the earth is entirely crushed over and over, and your Lord comes to judge with angels rank upon rank. And hell is brought forth on that day. This is when every disbelieving person will remember his, their own sins. But what is the use of remembering then? They will cry. I wish I had set forth something good, for my true life. On that day, he will punish them severely, like no other, and bind them tightly, like no other. God will say to the righteous, "O oh, tranquil soul, return to your Lord." Well pleased with him and well pleasing to him, so join my servants and enter my paradise. So the surah, so the tafsir on this is that the surah starts off by talking about the ten sacred nights. The ten sacred nights are the first ten nights of Dhul-Hijjah, the month of Hajj. The Prophet wasallam said, no worship is better than the worship done in the first ten days of the month of Hajj. One of the companions asked, not even jihad in the way of Allah, the Prophet ﷺ answered, No, not even that except for the one who goes out struggling with his life and wealth and who returns with neither of them. According, This is according to Bukhari. And then the ayah that comes after that, it talks about the even and odd. This, this ayah has been interpreted in many ways. Some say that it, it refers to the day of Arafah and the day of Eid al-Adha. One, one is on an odd day and the other is on an even day. 
but the reference is to the fact that Allah is one and adding one to an even number makes an odd number and thus his creation is even while while the addition of one Allah makes it odd there is a tradition of the Prophet ﷺ in which he said that Allah loves odd numbers precisely because it is in it is the addition of a one uh, to an even number that makes it odd. So in ayah number twelve, it talks about spreading the spreading of corruption. Ibn Taymiyyah once wrote, "Allah guards the justice-loving government, even if the government is a government of non-Muslims." And he destroys the government based upon tyranny, even if the government is a government of Muslims. Ham. So in ayah number 16, it says, But when he tests them by limiting their provisions, they protest, My Lord has undeservedly humiliated me. The Prophet ﷺ once said, Whenever Allah loves someone, he keeps him away from the luxuries of the world like people keep their deceased fellows away from contaminating their source of drinking water. Ahmed and Tirmidhi. And then in the very next ayah, there is a commentary by Jalaluddin Rumi who once wrote that the servant complains to Allah of pain in a hundred way, ways he groans. Then Allah says, but after all grief and pain have caused you to act aright and call humbly upon me, complain instead of the good fortune that befalls you and takes you far away from my door. In fact, every enemy of yours is a remedy, an elixir, a gift. And that one that seeks to win your heart because he makes you run from him into solitude and ask for Allah's help. And then to close off, Abu Bakr heard the last two lines of, surah, of the surah where it is. And then it, where it says, Return to your Lord well-pleased with him and well-pleasing to him. So join my servants and enter my paradise. So when Abu Bakr heard these last two lines of the surah, he said, What an excellent announcement that is. Then the Prophet remarked it, remarked, it will be said to you too. In the two ayat, some scholars, some scholars believe that these will be the words that the angels tell a believing soul when they take him or her at the time of death. Jazakallahu khairan for listening today. See you tomorrow. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.